What's up, everybody? Welcome. This is the Couple on Fire podcast. Yes, we have a guest. We'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> Today, we're actually talking about why it's so important to have community, and that's coming up right now. Right now. Are you a Christian and you are looking to take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level? Then this is the channel for you. So welcome. I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with the always amazing Miss Christy. Hello. <laughs> and we have a special guest today, so I'm going to let uh, Christy introduce her, and um, she has a few questions she wants to ask her. So the reason why we have a special guest, though, is because we are traveling tonight remote. We let you all know last week we were going to be traveling because, as you all know, we're part of a Celebrate Recovery um, community. Uh, Josh and I lead the Celebrate Recovery Ministry at our church on Thursdays, and we have family all around the state of Michigan, CR family all over other countries in the nation, but we visit a lot of other CRs around Michigan, and tonight we visited one that meets on Tuesdays, so we needed to come be remote, and of course I asked her if she would at least come on and say hi to everybody. Her name is Mary Vaughn. We absolutely love her. She is actually our state rep for CR. But um, I, she just exudes God. She loves God. She wants other people to love God. And so we just wanted to ask her and let her know why community is so important in Celebrate Recovery, but just in life in general. Hi, Mary Vaughn. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks, Josh and Christy. Yeah. You guys are Thanks for awesome. being with us. I love watching your podcast. Oh, really that's so do. sweet. You know, and you know, I love you and Celebrate Recovery. That's you right. Know? I mean, that's a community is so important. And that's what Celebrate Recovery is all about, actually, yeah. you know, is community. And there was a need in our community because of all the people that are out there that have hurts, habits and hang ups mm. that uh, need that help. And Celebrate Recovery is a Christ-centered ministry for that. So that saying, you know, we we need each other. Yeah. You know, we. In fact, tonight's lesson was I. I, I know it was about accountability and Perfect. and people. You know, it was it was sponsored is yeah. the, actually what the lesson was, but it was also about building an accountability team, and that is community. Yeah. You know that. So yeah. community is for to me. You know, is so important because I need. We can't go through this alone. You know, we just can't do things alone. Life is hard alone, especially right now in all this crisis that we're experiencing. So we need to surround ourselves with good people. And so I'm so glad to have good yeah. people here in Bay City tonight. <laughs> yeah, know? you know, we're so excited, especially about community, because for Christy and I, uh, starting in a part of life, which I know you come from, mm -hmm. of living our lives really, really wrong for a long time, we get to understand a certain type of community. But we understand a community almost in the wrong way. And when we decide to turn our lives over to Christ, we become part of an amazing community like Celebrate Recovery. We see how our lives can really be transformed in an amazing way. And that's really a big part of community. So we just really want to thank you for being here. Uh, we love coming and visiting. It's always oh awesome. Gosh, it's always yeah. so much fun. You guys are always welcome. Come see us. You are family. Yeah. Not just community. It's family. <laughs> yeah. so that's right. You guys have a great night. Yes. Give me a hug. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All right, so that was Mary Vaughn. She is our state rep for and we Celebrate love her. Recovery. Yes, we do. We love her so much. And it's awesome to be able to get off uh, out of the studio and really come out and be on scene. This is something new for us, and yeah. it's exciting for us. It's so our first time. It is our first time. <laughs> so every week we do want to share with three things, three important things that is part of uh, the topic that we're covering. Today is community. So why community is important. 
The first thing that we have is to be part of a group that have the same goals, moral beliefs, and ambitions. Yes. Right? And it was so, it just worked out so amazing though. Like she said, the message tonight at CR was about accountability partners. And the reason why accountability partners are so important is because it's important to have a community of people that have the same beliefs as you. Mm-hmm. And you can't get propelled or pushed forward in self growth or in the direction that you want to go. If you don't surround yourself with community, that's going to help push you to that. We're human. We all have days where we're just like, I'm too tired. I I don't want to be doing this right now. I can't do this. This isn't not right. And someone to come alongside us to remind us like, wait a second, there's something that we say halt. Like don't ever make a decision when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired. That's H-L-H-A-L-T if I could spell. Um, but it's so important to have someone come alongside you and say, listen, you know, you're just having a bad day and that's okay. You're tired today. That's okay. Like go get some sleep and come back tomorrow. Go pray and come back tomorrow. But the community around you is there for that reason. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. And that is so important because we are human. We are going to get burnout. We are going to get um, spent, as some of us like to say. And when you have someone that can help you, like even in a spouse, to say, you just need to go take a nap <laughs> right now, you know, and and get over it a little bit. It's just important to have that community. I can't stress it enough, but you ha- it has to be the same beliefs and everything as you. You can't go, well, you know, this podcast is for Christians, you know, take your faith, family, and future to the next level. You can't go to a person that you have in your life or a family member that doesn't believe in God and get that same encouragement because the Holy Spirit works through one another. We're the body of Christ when we're together. So it's so important to make sure that when you're struggling, you're reaching out to someone that is um, biblically sound and is a mature Christian that's not going to be uh, in their emotions and just get in your pool of pessimism with you and say, yeah, you know, that's right. You can't have that. You need to have responsible people around you. I've talked about that enough. Yeah, no, no, it's good. I like how you mentioned, you know, we talk about faith, family, and future, and those all actually have to be in line together. If you are part of a community, and let's say that this community is full of people that maybe cheat on their spouses, uh, are never home, are always gone in this community. But this, the, but this community has great other great values. The problem with that is, is their core. The core values should be family. I yeah. mean, we we need yeah. to understand where our core values are. Uh, family and uh, our faith. I mean, our faith has to be a core value of that. And then we always talk about future. What is future? Future is progressing yourself just a little further, whatever that future looks like for you. Yeah. And those three things really are important to be intertwined into your your community because we want to make sure that we're future looking in all things yeah. that we're doing, but we're also honoring God and things that we do as well. You know, our faith, our family, and our future, those all need to be together. You know, we've all been in broken communities to some degree or the other, and we're going to talk a little about that uh, later, but Knowing that we have our foundations in the right way and in the right place, then we know we can be in a healthy, healthy community. And that's super important. And family, when we say take your faith, family, and future to the next level, family doesn't mean biological. I mean, that is a given. Yeah, not necessarily. Yes. Family means like we say we're CR family. Um, It means a family of people, community. That's what it means. So that's what we mean when we say that. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. I'm sorry. I was putting people's... uh, Comments up on the screen. So, <laughs> hi Sarah, hi Candy. Yeah, glad everybody that's able to join us tonight. 
Um, We're in like super comfy chairs, by the way. Like I sink big like comfy way couch down. Stuff. Yes, I love it. I can sit back and act like you're like counseling me or something. I like love it. Oh boy, it's a whole other episode. If we start counseling each other. Okay, so number two, number two, why community is important. Number two, environment that gives strength through safety and security. You know, finding a community that actually is able to give you strength, but the way through that is through safety and security. What do you think about that? Okay, so safety and security. I <laughs> I don't don't be weak, okay? So don't go to someone when you say you're not having self-awareness and you're telling yourself like, "Okay, I need to admit that I did this." And you know, if you're going to go to someone and they're going to feel sorry for you and say, um, it's okay. It's all right. No safety and security means number one, they're not going to hold it against you. They're not going to throw it in your face later, but they're not going to sugarcoat it for you either. They're going to look at you and say, it's all right. God forgives. What are you going to do next time to make sure that you don't do this? What, what are the safety nets that you're putting in place? What did you learn from it? How are you growing? Uh, it, it, they're going to challenge you. That's safety and security. Not to say, oh, I'm not going to, I'm just going to share it with someone that's going to say, okay, you're forgiven. Yeah, like a yes man. Yes. Yeah, because community, a lot of times, what we end up doing is we put ourselves in a group of community. I can only speak for myself on this, okay? I, I would tell people before that it's easier to tell the truth sitting at the bar than it is to go into a church and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Because there's safety and security in the wrong sense at sitting in the bar doing that because nobody's going to challenge you to become better. And like Christy's saying, we have to be willing to put ourselves in a position where it's safety and security, a, a safe and secure enough to be able to say, you know what? Uh, I'm here to help you grow and I want to hold you accountable in a healthy way. And we want to make sure that we're reaching out to the right types of communities. But at the same time, we want to know that we have people that aren't going to flip on us at the last second yes. when something goes wrong in our lives mm-hmm. and turn on you. And we've been part of communities like that. And I and that's something that I can say about myself is that um, if you stop being friends with someone or if you stop being friends with a family member, stop being friends with a family member, whatever, they are toxic or you guys are no longer talking anymore. It, when you guys were in a good relationship together and you were sharing secrets and stuff, if you stop being around that person or if you guys get in a disagreement... Don't break that trust. That says more about your character than it does about theirs. So make sure when we're talking about going to someone for um, safety and security, it's someone that has character that if you guys do separate or grow apart, which happens sometimes even in a healthy way, they're not going to then have no character or integrity and go out and share your stuff because that is not that's not good. That's not safety and security. And I wish I could remember the Bible verse that we just talked about out there that said to challenge yourself. Um, the Bible verse that says a wise person takes, um, criticism from the wise rather than praise from the foolish or something. And I am not saying that right, but it's such a good verse. It is. And we have to remember for us, we've learned so much about community because of Celebrate Recovery. And the cool thing is about Celebrate Recovery is you come in and there's guidelines and rules. And a lot of times we don't realize how important guidelines and rules are for your community. Not necessarily do you have to be part of Celebrate Recovery to have a great community, but understanding how those rules apply, like in safety and security, we know. You know, when someone tells us something private, we know in Celebrate Recovery that it is like against all things to share any of that 
and to go against that. So we mm. understand, just know that community needs to come with rules to make it safe and secure and healthy for everyone. We want communities that are people that are willing to say, you know what, the rules are important and it, we all should abide by them. Yeah, and we are talking about Celebrate Recovery and a lot tonight only because we're here. We just got yeah. done. We just got done doing it. Yeah. And um it, the message tonight just encompassed everything that we were talking about. It so did. and celebrate recovery is such a healthy Christian based thing that will help you take your faith, family, and future to the next level. And it really solidifies the stuff that we talk about in our podcast. Yeah. So it's a huge part. So make sure that um you have safety and security that you're sharing with a accountability partner or a sponsor or a friend, yeah. someone that you trust that even if you guys grow apart, they're not going to have bad character or integrity and go out and start sharing your stuff. Yeah. And community doesn't mean you're in a group of 50 people off the bat. Sometimes community starts with one other person. There, if, if right? Yes. And in a lot of times, if you're sharing to a large group, you need to do a heart check. I mean, if you, if you, unless you're in a small group like the CR small groups and that's what it's meant for. But if you're in a large group of 50 people and you just want to stand up in your church sanctuary and tell everybody your business just because you're in church, that's that you need to check your heart on that because yeah, you're, defeats the that's whole looking for attention. That's different. Yeah. Okay. So the third thing, third thing, uh, why community is important. It's because it helps us be part of something greater than ourselves. Yes. So there's, um, power in numbers, right? So I really think that, um, what Josh and I have been talking about tonight about challenging yourself to be better. A lot of times us as humans, when we're getting convicted about something that God wants us to do, we don't want to tell anybody. Mm. We don't want to tell anybody mm. because we don't want to have accountability to fix it. Um, so that's, that's why it's so important to have something that's greater than ourselves. And a lot of times you are the average of the five people that you hang with. So are you hanging with people that are going to be challenging you to be more something that are going to be having you be something greater than yourself? Are you getting with people and you guys are encouraging one another to go in the wrong direction or you're gossiping or you're just wallowing in you guys as, yeah, this, yeah, that. And then when you leave there, you feel, um, you feel like you're drained. So when you're leaving your community of people, you should feel empowered. You should feel excited. You should feel ready to take on the world. And if you leave and you start getting, feeling convicted because of gossiping or you start feeling like you're drained or you're just tired. Um, that's going to happen sometimes if you're helping someone and you're pouring into someone, but if it's the majority of the time that that's happening, you're not, um, you're not in a group that's challenging you to be greater than what you can be. Cause God is always propelling us forward. He's always trying to pull us to be more. We're always getting convicted to improve always. I always think of two, like, are we, are, does your community teach you for us no more, you know, or does it Ugh. teach you to look outside yourself? Now, yeah. we are all about personally developing yourself. We believe that you have to begin. The Holy Spirit works from the inside out. Like we fully believe in that, but we get to a point where are we, are we leaning on only looking at taking care of ourselves or does our community help us say, you know what? We got to get solid. Once our cup starts to get full, it's now start, it's time to start pouring outside of our community into other communities outside of it. You know, mm -hmm. we have to think about community needs mm -hmm. to be looking outside of ourselves too. It's got to be for a greater reason than just us. If it's just self-serving, if the reason why we get together is like Christy said, to get together and just chat 
on the level of just gossip and just, you know, everybody gets together just to serve ourselves, mm -hmm. then your community isn't really serving the necessary purposes to be part of a great community. We have to be part of something that says, hey, what can we do to make this world a little bit better, to serve yeah. other people in a special way, to be able to further God's kingdom? In what ways can we be part of an amazing, amazing community? And if that community doesn't exist around you, you're the one that needs to start making it. You need to move. You're not a tree. Okay. That's, that's right. Get up and move. That's right. So um, there, I that's called the butterfly effect. It I mean, is. I like to call it a ripple effect, but it's the butterfly effect, you know, yep. to create a ripple of movement of change, you know. But it, the thing, this actually, what he was saying took me even back to number two about the safety and security is your community of people allowing each other to um, have differences of opinions. So it's we're never going to grow if we can't come in and challenge the status quo. So if your community is, uh, oh, you don't agree with everything that we say all the time, well, you're not allowed here. You know, like, I'm sorry, we can't associate with you anymore. You're gone. It's you need to be able to challenge each other. It's a two-way street because none of us know everything. None of us. And a lot of times we only see the world through our own bias from where we were raised, what we've went through, what type of community we grew up in, what social status we grew up in, all of that. So we only, we're very, very biased people unconsciously. So we need to have a community of people that when we're looking this way and only can see this, we have blinders on that can come alongside us biblically, godly, mm -hmm. in a Christian loving way and say, hey, did you ever think about it this way though? And challenge our thinking to help us grow. Challenging each other doesn't need to be confrontational, even though I think that word's a good word because confrontational has got a bad rap. It can be healthy. It can be healthy. Um, to really then have a healthy conversation about it. sometimes the person that's bringing it up to you is wrong. They've never looked at it in your way. So, or sometimes both ways are right. So you have to be open to getting challenged. Sometimes the way he views something is the right way. And sometimes the way, I, and I can view the same thing in a different way. And it's also a right way. There is, sometimes there is no wrong. Yeah. You know, I remember years ago, Christy and I decided that we wanted to start kind of doing the pay it forward thing. We want to start kind of being part of that movement, right? We want to, yeah. and the, the communities that her and I grew up in, would laugh at that, would oh. think it's silly and dumb and stupid and a waste of time. And what are you thinking? And I mean, all those things that you could possibly think of. And we really went, we actually went as far as making business cards up and like handing them out, writing things on them, leaving them at gas pumps, you know, doing these yeah, things. So and it wasn't, it wasn't to please ourselves. Exactly. It was mm -hmm. so much fun. It wasn't to please ourselves. It was because we know that the world needs just a little bit more positivity in it because we understand from our own selves how it's impacted us. Us. And sometimes being part of a great community is being the great community first and having, you know, having the gumption to step up and say, you know what, I'm going to be the one that starts the butterfly effect, or I'm going to be the one that starts, you know, moving this needle in the right direction. And I'm going to let everybody else that thinks I'm foolish think I'm foolish, but I'm going to do it anyway, because what you're doing is greater than who you really are. Mm. And once you get your mind and your heart fixed on that, your faith, your family, your future, it starts to take off like a rocket in directions that you never thought God could take you. And it's amazing. And that's why community is just so important at its core. It's important. A lot of times we think we can do things on our own and that's just, a, that's a lie. It really is a lie. We have to rely on community to help build us up, but we have to make sure it's the right community. 
I, we called it Faith Love Serve. And I completely forgot about the business cards. So the business cards were such an amazing idea. Of course, they were Josh's because he's the creative one. But um, some of them had pre-printed things on them. Some of them had just blank lines that we could write like, you are worth it. God loves you. And I would leave them at gas pumps. I would leave them in the dollar store. I would leave them just on shelves, places that would leave them when we went out to eat. And then you'd be shocked because... Um, I went to Magoo's and was saying, you know, hey, we're going to be donating to the Humane Society. They are always short on food and beds. And, you know, I reached out to them and asked them what they needed. So I went in and said, you know, I'm here to purchase some things. And as soon as I told them that, they were like, oh, here, take. And they gave us tons of stuff to take for free to donate to uh, the Humane Society. So um, I've had a lot of people like when we stop for a homeless person or something and want to give them money or give them food. You know, there is some people out there that say, oh, a lot of those people are faking it. I don't care. I say, like, I'm not going to get to heaven and God's not going to look at me and say, shame on you for giving to that person that was a liar. No, that's on them. That's not on me. Like, if someone's out standing on a street corner and needs something, 50% of the time, maybe they are lying. But what about the other 50%? That person is being shunned by us because we think they possibly could be lying. That's not up up to us to do that. No, I completely agree. You know, it's funny because... Christy uh, worked for a business, a pretty good sized business for a while. And I remember when we first kind of started doing the business card thing, she would go around, she would get to work before everybody else Mm -hmm. in the morning. And she would write like these little motivational love notes on post-its. Yeah. Right. Post-it. You should, um, you should sponsor our video now that we mentioned you, but, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, no, she would write on these post-its, right? Like, you know, you are great. You know, um, you're, you know, whatever, all kinds of wonderful things about these people because she paid attention about these people's characteristics and all these things. And she did that. And a lot of times she didn't hear anything back, but then she started noticing a, a major culture change in her company and not just them, but in her too, from serving these people in this, simple didn't cost her anything method you know and that's an understanding of like now that's a community of people she's helping to to build like she's already committed to like you know what i'm gonna start doing this outside myself up and beyond who i am for a greater purpose and then all of a sudden now she's gaining new people within a community to be part of you know iron sharpens iron she mentioned it earlier i truly believe in that we have to make sure that we're picking the right type of metal. We're picking the right people. We're choosing the right community. Your community is not your zip code. You know, your community is not your work or yeah. even your place of worship necessarily. It can be wherever and whomever you choose it to be. So pick it carefully and be smart about your community. Well, and social media now is a huge platform and you need to take that as if you were had people sitting in front of you at all times, whatever you post on your social media platforms. But now, um, even where I'm working now, God really wants to use you and you you should always be praying for how can you use me today? How can you? And I'm not always good at doing that every day. And I just want to go in. Everyone knows where I work that I'm a Christian. Everyone knows um, the responsibility that I take on that and how much I love the Lord. And I've taken, God has used that to have people come into my office and close the door and say, okay, I don't believe in God but I have questions. And, you know, they wanted to preempt that with letting me know, I don't believe in God. Don't try to get me to believe in God, but I have questions about the Bible, you know, and then they'd ask me questions, you know, and it's, 
that's God opening the door to that person's heart. That's, that's God using me in that moment because I allowed him to, to possibly later on that person going home and getting saved. And I don't know how much that person, if they did get saved, if they would lead 75, a hundred, a million more people to the Lord because I allowed God to use me in that moment. That's the ripple effect. That's the butterfly effect. That's why you should want a community that challenges you to grow more. That's why is because you could bring someone to the Lord that impacts 500 more people for God's kingdom. It's not necessarily how many people you're impacting. It's how many people those people you are impacting could impact that. It's it's I get so passionate about that because in goosebumps about it because I you don't know what God will do through you. You don't know. You don't. And that's why it's important to be part of a community. Yes. Right. That supports you to do that. That pumps you up. That infuses you with the spirit and the love and the excitement to do that. That's why, you know, if you're around people that are constantly making fun of that or picking on it or saying that's dumb or stupid or, or that's negative, that's not supporting looking outside yourself. That's not supporting your safety and your security to be your authentic Mm -hmm. you who God designed you to be. And then to be able to actually further God's kingdom, right? To take your faith, your family and your future. And all of those should be to honor God. All of those. And don't fool yourself. Don't just say, well, I found my community within the church walls, so I'm good. Yeah. Because just because people are within the church walls doesn't mean that they're challenging themselves to grow and to serve and to be more. Now, that's a good place to start. I mean, I wouldn't suggest going to the bar to look for those people, but I would suggest to also be aware of how it's affecting one another. You can't take five people and pull them up with you. You can't. You have to have a community with you guys are all going in the same direction. You have the same goals, moral beliefs, and ambitions. (laughs) You know, I think it is important to understand that the secular world has a lot to offer. It does, and for us to to to, to think that people that don't that people that don't know who Christ is doesn't mean that they don't have any value. No. no, it means that we need to be in community with the right people on the right conditions. Like she said, you didn't say, well, you know what, I'm going to go serve the people in the bar, right? I'm not going to go do that. But what I'm saying is, I don't want to take my mind and say, well, they're not saved, they're not part of the Christian community, so they can't be part of my community. And that's a huge misstep. Our goal is to be fisher of men. How do we expect people to trust us, believe in us? and want to follow what we follow if we're not willing to be in community with them. Yeah. We have to be smart about it. We have to be willing to take the last, the third one, and that's look outside ourselves. Let's bring people into our community. I mean, your neighbors, your neighborhood, whoever, your work people. You know, there's so many people that may not know who God is. Maybe those people aren't ready to take their faith, their family, and future to the next level, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they're not ready to be part of your community. And maybe they just come along and visualize and be part and see how amazing things are. And all of a sudden now, when you die and you go to heaven and God says, you're a good and faithful servant. You know, you did, you put yourself out Mm -hmm. there, you trusted in me and you you threw your net and it worked. And that's what community is. That's what community has got to be. Yeah. I almost start crying almost every single time that I hear that line. Well done, good and faithful servant, just because I want to hear those words so bad. Um, but I have to be careful and not get caught up in works. So, um, but I want to hear it so bad. You know, I want to be an, uh, you know, a warrior for God so bad, but you also have to have balance and not get caught up in works too. Yeah. And there's balance in that. And that's, 
a community. part of having a good community. Community. Community is so pinnacle. If you can't tell how excited we are, you know, we know Candy's on, Sean's on, Sarah's on. There's so many people that Christina are on. Cox. Christina Cox is on. You know, I know you guys are you're, you're chatting it up, you know, and I really wish we had more time to sit and uh, and talk with you guys. But you're part of our community. You are a part of the community. That's the amazing part. We, we got to share everybody. this video to we make know, our community bigger. Yes, and we know everybody on here personally. We've met them. And some people, some people live on the other side of the country. I mean, and that's how you do it, though. You put yourself mm-hmm. out there. You risk it and say, I'm not going to sacrifice who I am. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable and put yourself out there and extend your community. Community is so important. Do not miss it. I want to leave you with a challenge today. We're all part of some kind of community. Is yours healthy and in line to help you grow? Question the community you're in. We're all part of something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's our work community that we get swallowed up in 50 hours a week, mm-hmm. whether it's our family community that is real with people that are full of uh, pessimism and negativity and don't want to see you prosper in life. You know, what type of community are you in? And then how can you find outside of that to get yourself into a healthy community? We want to challenge you with that this week. It's important that we be challenged each and every week to grow our faith, our family, and our future. Yes. And he said something earlier, like the world, the worldly, um, secular world has a lot to offer that is tempting. And I, we tell, used to tell, I used to tell the kids, I don't know if you used to tell the kids all the time, like, of course the world has stuff to tempt you with. The devil's not going to tempt you with stuff that's like, here, come have this knife, you know, (laughs) like he's going to tempt you with stuff that's fun. And then that small baby steps lead you down the wrong path and lead you to the path of destruction. Mm -hmm. And then you ask a homeless person on the side of the road, how did you get here? He's going to say, I don't know. It's a bunch of just little things. And that's why it's so important to have community to keep us on the right track. So that's why it's so challenging. I, Josh and I were talking about this on the way up here tonight to the Bay city church is that, um, when we're talking about you, when you have a community of people and you're living, you have your old, our old life and we're so intertwined. I took my hands and I was going like this. We're all, we were all so intertwined and those are people you're talking about people. Yeah good people, um, that are just making poor choices. We all do. And then when you decide to change your life, you have to rip yourself away from those people. It's painful for you and them, but it's necessary. If you are going to be all God designed you to be, you have to get out of that community. I'm not saying it's easy. He did it before we got together and I did it before we got together. I was in it while him and I got together actually. And I had people text me mean, hurtful things and call and tell me mean, hurtful things and call my church and call my work and just say lies about me because they were so angry at me and hurt. But I had to do that or I wouldn't be where I am. God wouldn't be using me the way that he is now. I wouldn't love him the way that I love him now. And God has to be our most important person in our life. He has to be above everything else. And he will work it out. You know, something that happened recently, and I think it's important to talk about it because it does have something to do with community before we sign off today, is that, you know, Chrissy talks about her old life, you know, and the way that we used to live our lives. And, you know, we we did everything under the sun that was that was sinful nature. And not that we're not all have some form of sin, but, you know, we really went crazy with it. We're both are recovering alcoholics. We really went to town on that stuff. 
And once we decided to change our lives and really commit ourselves to God, God really did a lot of work in us and we exuded it. We weren't shy of it. We posted on Facebook and, you know, everywhere that we could post it. And then all of a sudden, Christy starts getting messages from people from that life before saying, hey, how'd you do this? Mm. How, how did this happen? Yeah. And then to hear an inspirational story recently from somebody... Uh that is celebrating a year's worth of sobriety and this person is keeping it secret to her own community, which is fine. Everybody's got to do things their own way. But then was like, like looked Christy in the face and was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And to be honest with you, all she did was be an example on Facebook. That was it. We've lost touch. And to know that that ripple, that butterfly effect has that type of impact Know that community and the community that you're trying to strive to be better in, it makes a difference even if you don't think that it makes a difference. Yeah. So two two things that I want to say to that even too. I recently was thinking about this and I forgot to tell you actually. How many people like or comment to you in your life or like your godly statuses or reach out to you and say thank you so much? To the amount of people that do that multiply that by a hundred for the amount of people that are watching that don't. And it is so, so powerful that it's, it's amazing to me because you'll run into a person now that we've lost touch that I haven't heard from in years that, um, told me that now that was inspired by what they saw. And it's so vitally important. And then the other thing was I forgot what it was because well, I talked so much. Well, oh, there's no rules to life. There's no rules. Okay. This life has no rules except for to love God and live your life for God. That's it. You need to live your life for you and to make, be proud of who you are. Sorry. What was, you no, 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 no. I was just going to add real quick onto that is that, yeah. you know, and it's not just because of the work Christy did. She did, and she gives all the credit to God. And that's why God keeps using her in the way that he did, her story and her progress that she's done, because she constantly stays focused him. on God, and she knows that. So when we talk about a story like this, is we know that it wasn't her. Yeah. It was God that did it. Yeah. Because of her obedience. And we have to remember that you may not be seeing, just like she said, you may not see the effects of the community that you're part of, but it's happening. It's yeah. happening. So choose your community carefully. Why? Why have community? Because it can make a difference in ways that you could never, ever know about. And it's important that we focus on God, on our faith, our family, and our future. And we do that. And we, that is all possible because of community. And we don't need to know everything. We don't. We're just supposed to be obedient to God. That's Amen. it. Amen. <laughs> all right. We want to thank everybody for being here. Please don't forget to like and uh, follow us. Share. You know? And share. Share, share, share. Share, share. Probably should say that in the beginning, but that's okay. <laughs> if you made it this far, you're a champ, okay? You're a trooper. So we want to thank you guys for being here. Next week, we'll be back in the studio, and we'll see you guys then. Bye.